0: and if there is any desire in your heart that you feel that you want to uh, express it i want us to pray together by the grace of god that tonight you want to be blessed by god That father i want to be influenced by your spirit and i want to be imparted by your power i want to live this place knowing that i have received something even if it is one minute that you have spent here that one minute will count for something in your life hallelujah that one minute will count for something good in your life. Lift up your voice let's pray that the Spirit of God will bless you and minister to the needs of your heart. Open your heart and let's pray together. In Jesus' mighty name, let's pray. Father, we pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, and we are asking, O oh God, our oh Lord, let your hand and your power reign in our lives in this gathering. We commit our spirit, souls, and body unto you, and we are believing you for the unthinkable grace that can impart difference into our lives. Lord, if we can do what you have called us to do, if we can achieve what we desire to achieve, if we can get to the place where our destinations are, you must release your grace upon our lives so strong that we may be able to achieve that and for that matter we pray oh God that tonight our gathering is a gathering unto you but not unto man and therefore use us as an instrument of blessing to impart in the lives of those that are connected and anyone that shall connect even hereafter in the mighty name of Jesus wherever they are connecting from any place any platform any environment any country that any Everybody is hearing this voice. I pray your blessings to reach them out there. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let none be denied of your grace and your message. Let none be denied of your blessings, O oh God. That is pure. For we look to you, O oh God, that you are the source of our hope. You are the reason for our existence. And for that matter, we ask, O oh God, our gathering tonight is a gathering that is being made unto you, that we may be imparted with the sweatless grace. As you desire us to have. In Jesus' precious name, we pray with thanksgiving. If you believe it, say amen. Say amen. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. I, 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 I'm happy for you to respond. Hallelujah! I'm so happy for you to respond because we have a new system, so you gotta be excited with me together. Amen. Anything that you're doing, make sure that you celebrate and jubilate with me together in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah! I'm talking about the sweatless grace, sweatless grace. And I feel that a lot of people must be blessed by this. And for that matter, I want to give you one about 30 seconds and then send the send message to somebody, wherever they are, anywhere they are in this world. They can connect. Hallelujah. On Sunday, by the grace of God, with our new system that is in place, those in Spain can receive us live on radio. Hallelujah. We shall be on radio by the grace of God on Sunday. So Sunday morning, it shall be live. Uh, on, on radio in Spain and anywhere else that anybody can tune in from. On, on the internet, it shall be an IP radio so you can pick it up from the internet. We will send the link uh, so you just touch on the link and straight. It takes you to um, the place where you can hear from if you cannot use the Zoom to connect with us, you can use the IP radio to also get to us. So that is why all these systems are in place now by the grace of God. And and I want to thank God for uh, the brother who has been helping us. His name is called DJ Logs. He is one of the most kindest person I've ever met. You know, he's busy and yet he spent almost four, no, he spent almost six hours setting me up here. Uh, and it takes only a few people who will spend, very busy man, but he had to, he said, I I, I decided to spend the time to make sure that you get everything right (laughs) for the first time. And I'm grateful to God for that. And this afternoon, he called me and and inquired that, do I still have any question on my mind? You see, he's just following up. And it is because the Lord has blessed us with such a people. And I thank God for my brother Nana who introduced us to him uh, to help us. He's a great guy. Those of you who have radio stations and other uh, media stuff, sound situations and all that, if you desire to uh, to seek for help, please uh, let me know and I will uh, link you up to him. And then by God's grace, hopefully he can be of a help to you as well. So those of you who desire to have the, his services, I think that he'll be happy to do that for you. Hallelujah. I don't know how much he charges, but hey, um, his, his services are good. And so I can recommend that. Amen. So please send a message to somebody and tell them that we are alive. So they should come. It's a sweatless grace period that we want to walk in that grace where we don't want to, not because we are lazy, but because we want to believe that, who he who have, has sent us to his assignment he has uh, he is prepared to release upon us what it takes for us to stand on our feet to achieve purposes for his glory and so we need that grace in our lives the apostle Paul will say it hallelujah and we have been talking about mm-hmm. the renewed life we've done the renewed life Part one, and we have gone into it in in a little bit detail. But on Sunday, we'll go a little bit further detail, the advantages of a renewed life. And one of the benefits is that all that God has done for us and to set us again back on our feet, to be able to achieve the purposes that he has called us to achieve. What we need to do is to be able to open ourselves up, get our hearts ready and get our minds ready for him to pour upon us the strength that is needed to achieve what he has called us to do and that is why this evening's prayer is very very important hallelujah this evening's prayer is very paramount we need to be able to avail ourselves remove all hindrances and anything that will frustrate the purposes of the work of God whatever we can do to remove that we need to do it tonight So that from today, going on, on, we can be able to set our hearts aright to receive from him who all grace comes from. Hallelujah. And tonight, I believe by grace that you will never be denied of this grace. Hallelujah. If you believe, say amen with me. Say aloud, amen, wherever you are. Hallelujah. We shall be blessed by his hands. Amen. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, let's start from verse one. It's a bit of read, but he, he, he gave some very striking uh, words in there. And he says that, moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received and in which you stand, by which also you are saved. If you hold fast that word, which i preached to you unless you believed in vain for i delivered to you first of all that which i also received that christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and he and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures and that he was seen by cephas then by the 12 and after that he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, 500 brethren at once. And that is a mystery, that somebody can show himself forth to 500 people at one go without no social media, no other uh, um, connections of TV and all that. But he was able to project himself in the sight of these people at one time for 500 people. It is, it, is, it is something that it will take time to be able to uh, simmer that through in our hearts, hallelujah. 500 people, and he was seen by 500 at once of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some also have fallen asleep. And after that, he was seen by James, then by all the apostles, then last of all, he was seen by me also as by one born out of due time. Hallelujah. The apostle says that he was seen. He also saw Christ himself at the last part of the whole equation. That when all men had gone and everyone had departed, including the 500 and all that, and his assignment was that. At the time, he was not an apostle. At the time, he wasn't. He was actually a killer of the apostles. He had the mandate to go and annihilate and all Christians. Anybody who believed in Christ until the Lord apprehended him when he was on his journey on Damascus and the Lord visited him very rudely. Hallelujah. I pray that may the Lord visit our enemies rudely for us so that we can have the peace of mind to focus Hallelujah, that is the only way the enemy listens to some instructions. Sometimes the enemy is very stubborn to obey what we are telling him. But when the Lord visited them, the way he's, he met him, uh, Paul on his on His way, when he was called Saul, on his way to Damascus to go and arrest some of the Christians and put them in jail. That rude awakening stopped his tracks and he began to have a, a different mindset altogether and even a different vision because he, the Lord had to remove the scale from his sight, because his, his, his vision was something else. But where God wanted to take him was a different journey, and so God had to remove the scales. And after that encounter, he felt the privilege to see that he was the last among the apostles that he saw the master himself, face to face Hallelujah because the Lord revealed himself to him when he said to him that he said, Paul why are you so much so why are you so much against me? He asked him who are you Lord He said, I am Jesus Christ whom you are persecuted. So uh, it is something that the church must come to that place of uh, relaxation if I can put it that straight that you have to relax. every attack on your life is attack on Christ. Hallelujah, every attack on your life is an attack on Christ Jesus Directly, It is not coming to you. You might feel that you are here. You are being persecuted. People are are speaking evil about you. Others are cutting you down. Others are disgracing you, embarrassing you. Others are pulling the rags under your feet. Others are also limiting the opportunities that you may have. Listen to me. One thing that we can say for sure, by the grace of God, through the statement that the Lord spoke to the apostle Paul, is this, that it is he that is being persecuted. That is Jesus it is Jesus Christ that is being persecuted why because every assignment that you and I we possess is an assignment from him that we may fulfill the kingdom's agenda on earth here. Hallelujah. The work of the kingdom may be fulfilled on earth here. So everything that you are doing, anywhere you find yourself, whatever it is that is on your heart that God has given to you to op- occupy or to operate in, remember that you are doing it for Christ. And for that matter, any attack on your life, any opposition leader, any one the enemy has employed to hurt your life, to make life difficult, never be afraid. Remember that Jesus Jesus Christ is receiving that punishment directly. And it shall come to a point and it shall be to a time that he will begin to respond in a very way and a manner that it shall never be forgotten by those who are persecuting you, hallelujah. Anybody who has taken an assignment, an opportunity to make life difficult, don't be afraid of them. And never ever decide to seek for the easy option. Always seek for what God has called you to do and obey that hallelujah. It may be a very difficult terrain that you may be passing through. But listen, he never told us that the journey will be easy and simple. And therefore, stay calm. What you need is patience. What you need is grace. What you need is that grace that I'm talking about tonight. The sweatless grace so that even in the midst of the persecution and the difficulty, there is still strength to uh, to fulfill the assignment that is on your heart that the Lord has given to you to to do So the apostle saying that I am the least among all the apostles whom who is not even worthy to be called an apostle because I was the one that was persecuting the church of God. He was the one that was persecuting the church of God. I'm talking from verse nine now. And it says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And by his grace towards me was not in vain but I labor more abundantly than all they are, Not I, but the grace of God, which was in me. Hallelujah. Therefore, whether it was I or they, so we preach and so you believe. He was talking about a particular grace that comes that does not give room for offense a particular grace that comes upon his life that does not permit him to look at those who are trying to pull him down. Grace of God that comes upon his life. That is the unstoppable grace that that came on his life that made him like a bull in the midst of all the storm that was coming. And he was facing head on with all the persecutions that was coming his way, including those in his own camp. As Christians that he called himself as the people who were in the church because when some of them saw him they thought that he was coming to kill, him, kill them and so they refused to even allow him to be part of the company and he said listen I have also seen the life I have met the Lord myself I have seen him face to face and I got blinded actually I was doing some harm but this time around I'm not coming for harm I have an assignment from him and yet the church will still not believe him and They ostracized him. People of God, let me tell you something. When this grace comes upon you, eh, many people may not side with you. People may not stand with you even in the same room. They will not even sit with you on the same chair. Why? Because they may see you to be a weird person. But don't be afraid. I want to tell you that. Don't be afraid. Remember the Lord who has called you. The apostle said that I cannot even consider myself as as an apostle of those who the lord called hallelujah because i was a christian killer i was one of those that persecuted the church of god those who were doing the assignment i was one of those people that was out there hating them but when i met the master There was something that he rubbed upon my life that that made my life so different now that in the midst of all these things, I'm able to stand to do what he's called me. And there is something that I have to draw your attention to. That is the grace of God. Hallelujah. The grace of God. And tonight, that is where I feel strongly in my spirit that every child of God must not be denied of this grace. Hallelujah. But we need to ask him for it. I know for sure that most of you have been starting their job and starting their businesses. Somebody is on the platform now. I can see you in a business and the business and like you've started some sort of a small business here and there. It's a, it's a barter system. Isn't you buy something and you go and trade it in and then all that kind of stuff. And it's not going, it's not so fast, but you have begun it. But listen, what you need is the grace of God. What you need is the grace of God. That's what less grace that comes upon your life to change the dynamics of all the business system. I was today, I was on on a business trip with my little boy. And when we were going, we we, we reached somewhere and I was talking to the the lady that we're going to pick up stuff from. Uh, from a hair stock and then we, I met some uh, I saw some business going on I said when this business started not long ago just about a couple of years ago about less than 10 years ago I think and I said look this business I can't mention the name because of uh, stuff uh, and I said look you see this business look at this level of um, um, uh, of expansion that they have and where I work they have massive warehouse warehouse there almost all the advantageous position of M25, they have built warehouses all over. And all that you need to do is to order your groceries online and they will deliver it to you. And when this business model came on the scene, a lot of the shops were laughing at them. Most of the shops here in the United Kingdom, they said, how is it gonna happen? People would rather want to walk into the shop, buy the things they want to see and pick it up and all that. And they were laughing at this guy. Now, who is not laughing? The shops are all begging him to become, or begging them to, to also have affiliation with them. And it's something I want to draw your attention to, a child of God who that is listening to me today, who is into business, hallelujah. Let my focus be on business a little bit because the church have always allowed the business to go on one side and we are always the victim and always have to go and beg to buy. From the people. But listen to me. The Lord has not called us beggars. He has called us sons and daughters. Sons and daughters are those who controls and rules. And therefore, if you are a beggar, you are not a child of God, you are not a son. He has not called us to become beggars. He has called us to become sons of the king. And kings, the sons of kings don't beg for stuff. They ask for it and they are given. Hallelujah. They demand it and it's given to them. Actually, they don't even have to speak. And because of the sweatless grace upon their life, all of a sudden, people are willing to offer to them. Hallelujah. I'm talking about King. I'm talking about the, 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 kid, the daughter of the king of the universe, the one that made the whole universe. Hallelujah. You are the one I'm talking about. Amen. And so the apostle is saying that I am what I am, not because of what I have experienced, or not because of how far I have learned, not because of the things that I know, not because of the connections that I have, not because they are of the affiliations of the people that I have, but it is by the grace of God that has made me who I am in this capacity that I stand. And it says grace that everyone listening to me today that we need spontaneously is the grace that you cannot afford to say that you don't want this. Hallelujah. You need that grace so strong in the name of Jesus Christ. And tonight, I want us to prepare our heart. I want us to prepare our lives. Anyone that is listening to me tonight, anything that the Lord has called you into, you need this grace, the sweatless grace of the Most High God. Because a child of God must prosper and your prosperity will come when the grace is speaking for you. A child of God must be able to have business expansion. But if you can expand that business, you need the grace, the sweatless grace of God. A child of God must be able to walk free of death. If death can become out of the equations in your life, you need the grace of God. A child of God must get enough businesses, enough customers. If you can obtain customers to help you to advance, you need the grace of God. A child of God must be able to have Affiliations so that your expansion begins to grow faster and quicker for you. And if this can happen, you need the sweatless grace of God. Hey, this assembly, Emmanuel Christian assembly, we can expand and grow in numbers and affect many lives and many generations only if we have the sweatless grace of God. We, you and I, we need the grace of God more than ever before. The student needs the grace of God to become successful in the educational pursuit. The son that is on the street, that is trying to find ideas and strategies to walk the walk of faith, he needs the grace of God to come to him so that God helps him out. Every one of us, we cannot do without the grace of God. The apostle said in First Corinthians chapter 15, From one up to ten, he said, verse ten said, But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Hallelujah. And that thing is what that, that it was eating me up. Hallelujah. I said, It is your grace, oh God. The sweatless grace. I was looking at it. I was in traffic almost all day. And I was going up and down. I said, can you imagine? If I had my private jet, I would not be staying in this traffic, you know? Hey, but listen. If I can obtain a private jet, I must have the millions in the account. So can I can pack some out to get a private jet to do my business rounds? Hey, and I need the grace of God. Hallelujah. I know some of you will not be so pleased with me to talk about private jet at this time. But you have no idea what's in my head. Hallelujah. Um, I'm prepared for a city. Not even a private, just, just some one of those small stuff. But people of God, we need the grace of God, the spontaneous grace of God that can make us unique in our fields of grace, in our fields of study, in our fields of influence, in our fields of work. Whatever you need, anywhere you are, you need the grace of God. The apostle could do what he did because he relied on the grace of God. He did not consider his expertise. Listen, Apostle Paul, one day I did a. Very extensive study or studies on him, and it was so profound. The guy had dual citizenship. So, like as I've said this before, I don't know whether it's on this platform, but I preached this before. I remember that he had dual citizenship at the time. He could call himself as a Roman citizen and also a Hebrew an African and also a Hebrew. I mean, he could call himself all kinds of name and position. He had ability to speak different kinds of languages at the same time expressly. He was so eloquent in speech to a point where when he was giving a statement to to some of the leaders of the time, they said to him that, hey, is it because of your learning that is making you crazy that you are preaching about the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, of the Lord Jesus Christ of the Hebrew? Listen, the man was learned; He knew a lot of stuff, but he chose not to rely on those things. Hallelujah. Let our focus from tonight begin to be like what the Apostle Paul would do. His relaxation and his confidence was in who God was to him. That is in the strength of the Lord. It was in the strength, in the grace of God. And from that moment, every step that he was taking, he was taking a step of faith because he was relying on the grace of God. He says that it is by the grace of God I can win this soul. It is by the grace of God I can be able to speak to these people. It is by the grace of God I can expand to this capacity and there was nothing stopping him. But people of God, let me put a disclaimer here so that when you walk out there and you begin to face diverse kinds of challenges, you will not begin to think that, oh, is that how the grace is? Yes, the grace of God comes not on a silver platter. The grace of God comes as a child of God, as a threat to the enemy. And therefore, he will also put up a very strong face against you regardless of what you do. No amount of tongues that you speak that will deter the enemy from attacking you. No amount of blood that you proclaim that will deter the enemy from attacking you. But listen to me, the more you proclaim, the more he will throw at you. But every child of God, because of the sweatless grace of God on your life, the enemy, his weapons, he may throw at everything at his now at you. But because of the grace of God, you will be above and never believe. hallelujah. You will be on top of all weapons of the enemy. No weapon formed against you will be able to stand because of the grace of God. And therefore from tonight, if you see an attack on you, if you see an attack on your children, if you see an attack on your business, if you see an attack on your relationship, never be afraid and never quit. Oh God, don't even stand anywhere to question that where is my god no your god is aware i'm telling you again your god is aware he wants you to actually show yourself strong in the in the sight of the enemy and tell him that listen all that he's doing does not face you because you are a child of the king hallelujah Children of kings don't give in easily. Hallelujah. They stand with confidence and boldness to face because they know the one that they have believed. They know who they are. They know how they can manage themselves. They know how to Pick up the staff and begin to run with the weight on their shoulder because they know that their king is capable. Hallelujah. Their king is capable. I like the way these young Hebrew boys were, were treating the, the king of Nebuchadnezzar. He said, Listen, king live forever. Even if our king, if our God, the most high, the one that we serve, even if he chooses not to come, because of the grace of him on our life alone, we will decide not to buy. Even if he does not come, we are not bowing. We are not bowing. We, listen, that is the kind of defiance I want the children of God begins to walk in. Last year, by the grace of God, hallelujah, I faced all kinds of challenges. I mean, my health was was challenged. I, whilst I was speaking to you, I was under so much health health challenges. My sons, my children, my wife, my everybody in the house, when this one gets well, then this one gets sick. And when this one gets well, then this one gets sick. When this one gets well, and it, it continued for almost half of the year, almost half of the year, and I was keeping quiet and I was praying. I was keeping quiet. I was praying. I mean, my wife was washing their best shit how many, How many times in a week? It's just so that they can get fresh. Listen, and we are changing everything, but the attack was on. And one thing that I said to myself is that, listen, I'm not even now going to focus on this attack anymore. Let him do whatever he wants to do. He he cannot kill me. All that he has to do is to frustrate me. So a lot of people, a lot of things began to move away from me, opportunities and all that. And I said, I'm not going to chase anything. All that I want to do is to stand right for he who called me. I just want to do his will. That's all. If anybody wants to go, let them go. If anybody wants to stay, let them stay. If any attack will come, let it come. If any challenge will come, let it come. I'm prepared to face anything and everything. Why? Because I need the grace of God to survive. All that I want is the grace. Hallelujah. David David said that, listen, you can take everything and anything from me, but don't take the grace from me. Don't take your strength that makes me unique man from me. That's all that I need. If you have it, if the grace of God is with you, if it is working in you, if it is working for you, if he is at your right hand, no weapon, no activity, no action, no man, nothing on earth here, no decisions of men can actually change the dynamics of the glory of God of your life. It won't happen. And therefore, tonight, I want to build this faith in you and this great assurance in your heart to know that you need the sweatless grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. If that will speak for you, if that begins to speak for you, saya. All those who departed, they will begin to come back in greater numbers and begin to even seek for more. Because that is what God has made you. It is the grace that brings. It is the grace that brings the elevation. It is the grace that brings the distinction. What you need is not all kinds of affiliations of men and everything. It's all good. But if somebody decides to destroy you, they can destroy you to the core. Whilst they don't even know the full story of the whole thing, they can make sure that whatever they are saying sounds so right in the ears of their hearers to a point where you begin to lose crowd, lose interest, people lose interest in you, opportunities around you, all because the enemy may be striking. But what you need is the grace of God. Keep maintaining the grace in you, the sweatless grace. All that I want is you, Lord. All that I need is you. Let everything walk by. I'm telling you, you can ask my wife and everyone that is close to me, I don't do that. I don't. I don't. I just want him. All that I need is that he one day will call me, You, thou faithful servant. You were able to do the work effectively and efficiently. And that's all that I want. I want the applause of God and the praise of men. I'm telling you carefully, people of God, listen to me. You want the applause of God than the praise of men because you may be receiving all kinds of accolades and appreciations of people but you may be walking far away from that grace. That is the glorious thing that the Lord will require for you to achieve or represent the kingdom. If we don't represent the kingdom of God in our diverse ways, in our diverse communities, in the areas God has positioned us, we will not be able to receive the applause of our God. The Bible says that when they were still stoning Stephen, what happened is this? He stood he said, said that at the right hand of him who sat on the throne, there was somebody standing. There was a standing ovation for the man who was being stoned for the work of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Why? Because he was walking in the sweatless grace of the Lord and for that matter he was not afraid of the attack on his life and from that moment he began to do what God wanted him to do and that is why I'm bringing this disclaimer that when you begin to take a step of faith to do the will of the Father, you will face challenges. The enemy will throw every arsenal at you. Every weapon that he possesses he will throw it back at you, including those who are close in your quarters, those that you trust and and have confidence in him where your heart will be hurt so much most. That is where the enemy will hit. But don't be afraid. Keep calm and don't hold grudge against them. Don't fight those people. No. Never do that. Always hold them in the heart of love. Hold them in all respect and in all diligence and make sure that you maintain the rapport between you and your king and let the king continue to applaud you in his sight as he did for Job and said, have you considered my servant Job? I love that statement. Have you you considered my servant Joe. And you, do you know who he was speaking to? Not the hosts of heaven that were gathered to receive instruction, the angels and the seraphims and all the rest. None of them, none of them, but It was Satan that was in the bargaining chip argument with the most high God. And the Lord said, have you considered my servant Job? Because his actions have pleased him. And tonight I feel in my heart that those who are listening to me today, you are walking in that path that pleases the Lord. That is why he is requesting that you walk closer to him so that the sweatless grace be poured upon you to do what you need to do, even in the land of the living, for the glory of the kingdom of God may be exemplified in your environment where you find yourself. That is why you don't have to hold grudge against your sister. It won't bring you any praise, hallelujah, or any applause in the sight of him who has called you. That is why you don't have to fight back at those who are fighting, because those things, let him do that for you, hallelujah. All that I want is that I need his grace. But what is it that may be a hindrance for his grace to find expression in my heart so that I can represent him in this life? What may be? There could be all kinds of stuff, but I want you to start from personal perspective, that you want to do your homework well, from your heart, from your soul, from your spirit, and begin to call upon him and say, Father, I need your mercy. Whatever I may have done, that is not allowing me to walk in that capacity of your grace as a child, as a seed of your kingdom. I pray today that have mercy on me and restore to me the glory that is from the kingdom's perspective. And may that strength will rub upon me let me walk in that capacity to affect life because let's, let me tell you something you are listening to me uh, somebody is listening to me from somebody else's connection you are listening to me from somebody else's connection let me describe how the environment is because i see you wearing some sort of a slippers but it's a bit fluffy on top you know, it's a, a bit fluffy on top. And you are in a sobran de You are in a, um, you are in a, 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 a like a trouser, uh, pyjamas or something like that. Uh, it, to that effect, it's like a, a, you can't take it outside, but you can wear it in the house. But it's in a trouser form. And I see, it, I see you listening uh, from somebody else that has connected to this life. And I'm praying that the grace of God will speak through you. The Lord has called you to become more or less like a, um, it's like you are holding a plate and in your hands, almost a lot of um, people coming to pick up stuff from that that place and including animals coming there and you are feeding them. The Lord has made you like a, a source that people can come for resources. And therefore, what he wants you to do is to rely on him because a lot of things is going to dry up very soon. That's why he's bringing this. He wants you to rely on his providence so that he can provide for you even in the midst of times that there will be scarcity or inadequacy in your life. He will provide for you so that you can provide for others but the time will last for only a few years. It won't be long. It will be about a year and a half or maximum three years. Uh, And when that scarcity passes by, from that point on of your life, you will see so much abundance. If you don't take it, managing them can be a problem. Managing them can be a problem, but I see you as a source that the Lord is using as a source of blessing to many including orphans he has put so many ideas into your heart he has put ideas to, to provide stuff like buy things from, from outside of, of your where you the country you live and, and, and bring it to that country and send it to others or give it to others as a way of helping them or uh, it's like you are trying to enter into the life of young girls you have, that is how I could see I could see young girls around you and you are speaking to them counseling them I'm saying that you are listening from somebody else who has tuned in. You are, you are not tuning yourself. And therefore, this is the message of the Lord to you. And if that is yours, begin to spend time with him so that the time of your scarcity, there will be wisdom that will be given to you and the heart of patience to wait on him, to receive from him the things that will make your life worth living. Hallelujah. Amen. Because there is abundance coming. The, the scarcity will precede the abundance. And after that, you will never lack in the rest of your life including your generations that it will be born after you have gone because that abundance is coming if only you can be diligent with what he gives to you in the name of jesus christ i want you to pray that lord i pray and present myself to you that anything that makes me uh, a candidate that will not become very useful for your glory your glory to find expression and also that grace to work in me falsely or not work me effectively i ask oh god that let that thing be removed i don't know what it is hallelujah but the lord it could be laziness some some people are just they are born like that they say oh I'm, I, I prefer to be no no, nobody has to be lazy. You've got to be useful. You've got to be forceful. You've got to be uh, progressive. You've got to be for You have to have that idea and that thoughts in your mind. And I want you to pray and ask God the Lord, please make me a candidate of your grace. That's less grace. Make me a candidate. Somebody who can stand in and begin to work effectively for you. Somebody who can carry the, the kingdom's activity on his heart and begin to work effectively. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So I want you to begin to pray now and ask him and say that, Lord, I need your help. I need your mercy. Take this attitude out away from me. You know for sure. And the spirit of God will remind you the things that is becoming a hindrance for you not to rise or to get to that place of that glory. He will show you. He will remind you. He will speak them to you. He will will draw your attention to them. Tonight, That's what sweatless grace will rub on you. By his grace, he will give it to you. If we can open our heart and prepare it for him to work through us. So now, Open your mouth and begin to pray to him now in the name of Jesus Christ. Open your mouth and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we are praying together as a family, wherever anybody is. You can unmute your sound if you can. You can unmute your sound if you can. We need your grace, oh God. We pray the Lord, anything that will be a hindrance in our hearts, oh God. Oh, we can come with all kinds of excuses, oh Lord. We can come with all kinds of reasons why we can't do this and and all the excuses that we can number, but tonight we pray for that ability to remove that thing from us. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God. Oh my shelter, the Hebrew, the lake, sabran, heal my heart, oh God, away from anything that will make your work very ineffective, inoperative. From tonight, I ask, oh God, let my heart be clear and be pure from everything that may make me, oh God an instrument of shame in your sight, oh God, but I avail myself as a son of, your, of yours. I avail my brothers and sisters, oh God, any excuses that we keep giving, every reason why we keep saying stuff, we ask in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth from tonight, Lord, help us. Let us become people who are responsible in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every lazy attitude that is in us, that is not allowing us, any sickness, every disease that the enemy may have put upon our life that is becoming a weight for us not to be able to be effective to the things that you've called us to do. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray oh God, that let it all come to an end in the mighty name of Jesus. Remove that from our heart. Remove that from our lives. Remove that from our ways. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray oh God, we avail ourselves. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Say it to him. Say it to him. You don't Want to become an ordinary person anymore. You are an extraordinary person, uh, somebody that the Lord reckons with, somebody the Lord wants to work with, somebody that wants that is a career of a grace, of a glory that is divine, a power that is, am- is mighty. The Lord wants to use you as an instrument of blessing in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. From tonight we call upon you, oh God, heal our heart from all the issues of life, heal our heart from the mistakes of yesterday in our minds, oh God, from the things that we have done wrong. Anything the enemy may be using to knock on our door as a reason for us to feel guilty so that we can open our heart out well for you to find expression in them. In the name of Jesus Christ, from tonight, we put a stop to it in the mighty name of Jesus. We put a stop to it in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare, oh God, the Lord, if you have called us faithful, so we see our Ourselves in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let all the lies of the enemy that has been knocking the doors of our minds be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Every demonic argument that is going on inside of our heart, inside of our soul, inside of our spirit, and we cannot rise, we cannot lift our heads anymore, and we keep beating ourselves down, we keep whipping ourselves down. From tonight, we rise above that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We declare and decree that let the works of the enemy come to an end in the mighty name of Jesus. Let not the enemy have a laugh against us anymore. Whatever it is that has become his weapon, that is deny us of the opportunity to let Christ be found in us and his glory to remain manifest in us. From tonight, we stand as a family in the name of Jesus Christ that we put a stop to the works of the enemy we declare that he we are whom we are by his grace we are whom we are by the grace of god as the apostle will say that i am what i am by the grace of god towards me, not because it has been invaded, it has been evading, but no, it has been useful. The hand of God is coming on our life, and from tonight, we change our mindset, we change our thinking, we change our ideas, we change our perception. We are the ones that are ready for the kingdom's agenda and for the kingdom's activity in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. From tonight, Jesus Christ, the creator open your heart and cry out unto God that Lord from tonight I change my mind, I am yours forever, no matter what it is and no matter wrong I have done I change my mind I am making myself available for that sweatless glory for that sweatless grace for that sweatless ability in the name of Jesus Christ lift up your heart unto him cry out unto him, tell him your needs tell him the Lord, you are tired of the us school and the things that the enemy will continue to knock on your head with and make you feel that you are a disadvantage for from tonight you are no more a disadvantage for in the name of Jesus Christ you are a blessed person you are a blessed child of God you are a child that is all profound blessed by God, anointed by God, favored by God, enriched by God, the Lord has called you with the ability that is unique don't sit down and don't be quiet on yourself, begin to wake up in the name of Jesus Christ, wake yourself up in Jesus' mighty name, let Christ begin to find expression in you rise as a child of God advance as a child of God Word with confidence from tonight in the name of Jesus Christ you are a candidate of a glory that is unique, you are a candidate of a blessing that is divine you are a candidate of anointing that that the world has, has never seen, I'm telling you by His grace, I am saying it with great confidence because I see that fire falling on this assembly even now and it's coming upon your life. It is coming upon your home. It is coming from where you are tuning from, wherever you are listening to me tonight from. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, this moment that you are listening to me now, the grace of God is coming your way. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, in the battles of yesterday, every demonic doubt that has been fighting your mind, asking yourself so many questions where there is no answer coming from. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, the name above every name, that from tonight, let that victory come upon your life. In Jesus' mighty name, from tonight you rise. From tonight you are not seen as a disadvantaged person. Any whisperings of the spirit that is defeating your ability from rising from tonight we stand in the name of Jesus Christ. We bring them down. We bring them down. In Jesus' mighty name, we bring them down in the mighty name of Jesus. Let no voice that will bring you down be accepted by your spirit. May your spirit and your soul never accept anything that is not godly in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I speak prophetically to your spirit. I speak to your soul in the mighty name of Jesus that from tonight, anything that you do and anywhere you find yourself, may that begin to whisper in your spirit and in your mind in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, whatever it is, hey, in Jesus' mighty name, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Amen, Amen. Whatever it is that will make you a useful servant unto the Lord from tonight, it is happening. And one of the major things that we need in this life is that sweatless grace. Tonight, I speak over your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that may he find you faithful and find you useful in his sight. If he is the master builder or the master craftsman who is able to use clay to make pots to his own desire and delight from tonight. May he mold us in the shape that he desires in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I see somebody on the platform who have been battling with some secret issue and uh, it has become like a Uh, a burden on your life. You are trying all that you want to do to be able to get yourself out of it. And it's still not working. But tonight I speak in the name of Jesus Christ over your life. I declare that every secret situation that you are battling with, let it come to an end. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus every secret battle that anybody is facing that they cannot communicate to others because of embarrassing and the way it looks like and the way it sounds like that you feel embarrassed to uh, to let others know from tonight in the name of Jesus, Christ, win the war. I say, win the war in Jesus' mighty name. Win that war in the mighty name of Jesus. May he give you that grace to win the victory. Obtain the victory from the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. The enemy will do anything. The apostle Paul was a candidate of a blessing. But he had been employed by the enemy to kill those that he was supposed to work with. And he was up and down killing anyone who called himself a Christian, anybody who was part of the Church of God. The Apostle Paul was killing him. He would kill the person, put them in jail, make their life difficult. Burn they were burning churches and everything. And the Lord appeared unto him. I was listening to an interview, an interview by this this man who who established the Satanist Church. Do you remember? A few years ago, a man established a church called the Church of Satan. And then he defied God and said that he began to stay in a room. And I was listening to the interview. And he began to stay in a room and began to seek for more power so that he can lead the people. And funny enough, I mean, people were flocking to the church in America and other places in Brazil. People were going to his, his church. He, 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 he has established a church for Satan. And then once he was in the room seeking for powers and all that, he said Jesus appeared to him. Jesus appeared to him so bright and so powerful. And he, 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 he was frozen and he couldn't do anything. I'm telling you some stuff. Listen to me carefully. And all of a sudden, the love in the heart of Jesus Christ began to pour into his heart, into his heart and he could not contain the, the weight of the love of God from Jesus Christ to this man because he was so much against God to that point that he has established a church for Satan, and many members in thousands were following him, and now he met Jesus himself, and Jesus was pouring his love into him for him to know how much he loves him, and for him to feel the weight of, the, of his aggression against the work of God. And all of a sudden, he broke down in tears. And now, how is he going to turn around to tell the people that I met Jesus himself? Satan didn't come, but Jesus came. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to know that we can get to a point in this life that all that we need is the grace of God. That visitation to come upon our lives to transform the story that we have seen in the past. And I believe that from tonight, as you have made yourself available, may the Lord speak into your life that grace from tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. May that grace come upon you and your household. I declare prophetically in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The sweatless grace of God that makes life easy, that makes business easy, that makes jobs easy, that makes progress easy, that makes marriage easy, that makes businesses easy, that makes ideas prosperous. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that may that grace come upon you mightily. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare over anyone that is sick. I see somebody also sick. You're not feeling too great. But you are listening to me now. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus, the healing power of the Lord come upon you now. Stretch your hand towards me now. Stretch your hands towards me if you can. Wherever you are, stretch your hands towards me. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive the healing power from the Lord and let it walk through your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord Jesus Christ heal you now. receive healing Mm. from the lord jesus christ receive Mm. it in jesus mighty name be healed Mm. and be free now be healed Mm. now yes be healed Mm. now be Mm. healed now in the mighty Mm. name of jesus now come on Mm. begin to do what Mm. you couldn't do now in the name of jesus including through your blood your blood is restored your blood is restored in the mighty name of jesus healing is coming Mm. through your life now In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, every demon that has been troubling your mind and your heart that is whispering to you negatively from tonight in the mighty name of Jesus, I bind them in the mighty name of Jesus. I command that let their voices be muted forever. May they not speak against you or speak into your ears any longer. In Jesus' mighty name, I silence their voice in your house in your more in your movements in your ways in your thoughts in your imagination mm. in the mighty name of Jesus mm. stand strong mm. and be bold be courageous mm. do the will of God mm. stand and know mm. that the glory mm. of God is on your life and begin to take a step of faith for the glorious perspective the lord will do it with you in Jesus mighty name amen mm. hallelujah amen. Amen. I want you to pray for the country that you are in, that you have in from. I don't know where you are listening to me live from, but I believe that some of you may have been uh, listening to me from some country. Uh, I know that not only one country or two or three countries are here now. There are a couple of them. So those who are in America, that's tuning from America. I want you to pray for the leaders of America. Those here in the United Kingdom. I want you to pray for the leaders of United Kingdom. Those who are uh, from France. I want you to pray for the leaders in France. Those from Belgium, pray for the leaders in Belgium. Those in Ghana, pray for the leaders in Ghana. Any part of Africa that anyone is tuning from, please pray for the leaders over there. Let's pray together. Let's pray together in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray for the leaders of the country country that you've tuned in from. Those in Nigeria, pray for your leaders. The Bible requires us to do that. Let's do it in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for the leaders of the United Kingdom. From the mayors of different cities, to the prime minister, to the, uh, the king, and to all the leaders of this country, and commit them unto your care in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that may your hand touch every one of them, wherever they are, in any position they Occupy. Touch them, oh God, in your mind. Touch them in your heart. Let your decision be your thought and your mind. Let them not go by the masses or what, what will be popular, but what is right for the country, what is right for the future generation, what is right for this country, what is right for this generation, what is right for the generations to come. In the mighty name of Jesus, what is good and right for humanity. I pray, oh God, that let all decisions and steps that they are taking, let this Happen in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your purpose be done. Let your will be established in the United Kingdom here and every other country anyone is tuning from. I pray and I support them, oh God. Let your blessings be upon the leaders in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We honor you and bless you. We celebrate your love and your message, your goodness, oh God, in Jesus' mighty name. May your name be praised forever, oh God. May your name be praised forever for our leaders across the universe in Jesus mighty name amen and amen amen, amen. I want to tell you tonight by the grace of God that amen. We, have, we have been able to secure the radio station and so uh, if you can see in front of me that I'm not, uh, you, I used not to use these things but we have set up for radio stations so Sunday by God's grace we are live in Spain hallelujah we are live in where in spain and so by god's grace from here we'll be broadcasting live and the people in spain will also be receiving us live so if you have people over anywhere we'll send the link to you and then you can let them log on onto that radio you can actually log on anywhere in the world that you are on because it works through internet as well. So you, we are not limited by God's grace. So by God's grace, even our devotional digest, the man offered us to come on, on with our devotional digest. He said, listen, man of God, I have heard about some stuff from you and it's powerful. People are talking about it. Why don't you bring it every day? I'm giving you 30 minutes for free. Come and do it. This is oh my